Welcome to Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. It would be better if it was just Alicia. We're in our midweek special. Um, Lucas, how you going, mate? Mate, I am good. And you know what, mate? It's great to see you, funnily enough. And, mate, midweek <laughs> special time. We're on how hump- good is this? Hump day. Week is halfway through. It's almost the weekend again. And we get the chance to chat to another legend, not yourself. <laughs> what have you been doing, girl? Hey, um, funny enough, I do have a job outside of looking at your ugly mug. Uh, So that one fills my week. And also, you know, mother of the year takes up a bit of time as well. So got to love it. I know you've had a challenging week at work this week, mate. And just got to keep remembering, as we said, a lot of the practitioners we deal with, mate, we are attempting to help some of these other guys and give some extra quality of time. And that's the reason we're doing this show as well, is that... uh, That's right. If we can help one person, whether they be 10 years old or 110 years old, then that's it. If we give someone the ability to bring forward something, then we've done our job, mate. And that's all we need to do. True? Absolutely right. And um, when you are as ugly as you are, Lucas, you know, the best thing you can do is give back to the community, to the people who have to look at your ugly mug. And um, so true. So true. But someone who doesn't do it uglily, but someone who actually, mate, I, I can't give you this gold. I set you up with the greatest segue into introducing our next guest and you dropped it. Like, mate, clearly not a sports person. Mate, someone, lucky it wasn't a bag of shit, Leash. You'd be absolutely dirty as, mate. Oh, wait. So we talked about changing lives. Now, if we talk about anyone that changes lives more than a lot of other people in the world, it is Christy Abbott. Christy is our guest tonight today. She's from Empower WA. She started this bad boy. It is a, um, and we talk about this when we get into the uh, into the interview. So I'm not going to go into it too far. But That's she's it. she's a, uh, a rehabilitation agency that is extensively counselling, coaching, and intensive services for men exiting prison. Now she's expanding. She'll talk about this and. You know yourself, Leash, how interesting is it, mate, from your side, coming into this as someone that hasn't served time themselves, to see the importance, though, of lived experience and the importance of passing on information to others? Absolutely. So coming into this with um, not much knowledge at all, you know, I honestly thought that help and support was needed for those during their incarceration and through all our conversations that we have with our special guests and even through those that uh, Lucas we work with as well in our weekday jobs um, the importance of lived experience you know you really cannot sit there and support or help or you know start driving change if you don't know you know what you're dealing with and I love this and and I'm going to say something nice to you for a minute so don't get a big head (laughs) Um, but I love the fact that that you own that from the first second and the first conversation we had week one, you put your hand up and say, uh, I don't have that. Being, have lived experience doesn't make you the guru. It doesn't make you the Dalai Lama. It just brings a different perspective to it. And we said this from the start and you'll hear this in, in one of our you know, upcoming guests in the next few weeks about combining lived experience and, and academia and, and skills is if you put, if you put academic skills, writing skills, and, and just general knowledge, and you pair it up with someone with lived experience, 
All of a sudden, exactly. you've got, mate, that's the perfect vehicle to be driving because you've got the two. Is one without the other doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. well, it does work, but it becomes a challenge. But you put the two of them together and you, you get a smooth moving machine. It's perfect, that collaboration. Absolutely. So, all right, today, today we're going to listen to Christy now again. We have had previous relationship with Inspire Radio, which has been great. Due to technical challenges, we obviously moved across to do our podcast. You will still hear Inspire Radio mentioned in this interview, and you'll also hear us saying that we're crossing to a song. Now, we can't cross to a song because we're volunteers, mate. We don't get paid to do this, and we don't have the ability to pay royalties to, uh, to bands. So we ain't playing music. Uh, unless someone wants to send us in some tunes that are live that we can play on here for you. But let's go off to our interview with Christy and we'll come back soon. Enjoy. And welcome back to Talking Time with Lucas and Leisha on the Inspire Radio Network. We are blessed to have Christy Abbott from Empower WA are with us here on Sunny Australia Day. Yes, we're going to be, this is a pre-recorded interview for anyone that's listening to this with Sunny Australia Day. And um, Christy, great to have you back with us again, mate. Appreciate you giving up some time to have a chat to the crew today. Want to ask you something. Want to ask you something straight off. How did you get into this space? Why Why are you in this space? Everyone has a story. Everyone has a link somewhere that gets them into into doing this work. Because it's not something you walk into your year twelve career advisor at school and say, <laughs> "Hey, this is what I want to do." So give us give us a bit about you, mate. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, no, it certainly wasn't my goal at eighteen, leaving you know TE <laughs> high school. Definitely not. Um, so for me, I went to uni as a mature age student at 25. Um, my intention was always to go into teaching. So I'd worked in childcare before that, um, in Australia, in, in the UK and in New Zealand. And, um, when I was applying for uni, teaching just did nothing for me. So I, you know, went through the prospectus and criminology was, the one degree that really stood out to me and I thought okay you know I'll just apply see how I go so I was approved obviously I got accepted into criminology when I was 25 and and during the orientation week they really pushed for a double a double major so I added psychology and ended up graduating um, with a bachelor of psychology with a major in criminology what really made me want to work in the prison system was during orientation week, the, there was a, a member of the police force. I cannot remember who they were, what level they were, um, but they came in and spoke to the criminology students and he spoke about the over-representation of Indigenous people in the prison system and that was it. I was hooked from that moment. I wanted wow. to know why. Yeah, <laughs> You know, it was, I am so grateful that I went down that path um, because it has been such a fulfilling journey so far. Um, Yes, uh, prior to completing my degree, I was offered a job at Wandu Reintegration Facility when it was um, the Young Adult Offenders Facility for young men. And since then. That's all I've wanted to do and I've worked across sentence management, 
programs, so I've run the group programs, IMP, mandated programs, voluntary programs, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and then ended up doing individual counselling. Love it, mate. We need more people like you, mate. Need more people like you in this in this world. You, it's just to get into that and to stick it at and be so inspired by one comment from a police person mm. is is amazing to stick in there. Hey, so talk, let's talk about a let's let's say we've got listeners at home, which I know we do, who have got a family member that has been incarcerated or a loved one that's been incarcerated or is about to be incarcerated or has been incarcerated. What type yeah. of what type of advice can you give them? How how can you get them to give them some support before they necessarily ring up Empower and, and get involved in, in stuff you're doing? What can they what are the first steps they can do? What are the things they can do themselves before they engage with someone like Empower? Yeah. Um I guess just practicing kindness and compassion, you know, understanding that what they're going through is I hate the word normal, you know, it's not a regular occurrence that we would go through and, you know, accepting that they will be going through probably the stages of grief. Um, There will be some anger, there will be some denial. Um, Hopefully at some point there will be acceptance, but just, you know, if you do have a loved one who is going through this process, trying to remain as understanding and compassionate as you can, um, empathy is always, always a bonus. Do some research, you know, have a look at what is available online, what support there is for you as well as, you know, for your loved one. Um, If substance use is an issue, there are lots of rehabilitation services in in Perth and in WA that may be able to support prior to going in. Um, I guess just being there for them and, and seeking support for yourself as well, you know, making sure that you are looking out for yourself and practicing self-care as well, I think is really important. I think that, that it's a really important point you make about self-care for those guys. Cause I know that a lot of people we speak to is they 100% focus and put all their energies on assisting the person that is going in or about to go in or has come home and they often forget themselves. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. especially, especially from the experience of a lot of our listeners and the people we work with, especially mums, especially nanas. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, and, and, yeah, and that's coming from a that's coming from a guy, so that's not in a not, not in a rude way. But um, all right, yeah. so so let's say that that's great. Things that you know they start to you know show empathy, you know, love, you know, caring, and 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 being patient. What's the next step? How do they get in contact with Empower? How would they you know refer someone? How could they get someone to come and get some assistance or some some counselling um, from from you guys? Yeah, so we you, you know people can connect to us via. Our webpage, we have a Facebook page, which is just Empower WA. Um, I think for me, the way I like to work is if people are in the community um, preparing to go to prison or even if they're in community post-release, I am more than happy to meet with them face-to-face or via Zoom first just to make sure that they actually connect with me as a counsellor and that they feel comfortable sharing and being open with me um you know because counseling is hard it's not an easy thing to go through for a lot of people especially people who have been through the prison system um so I guess once they have connected 
it's about, you know, building that rapport and seeing if I am the right fit for them as well as, you know, vice versa. Um, but, yeah, certainly connecting with us um, via our website um, and just on Facebook. We'll put those details up when, uh, when the interview gets put up online. We'll put them up on our socials so that everyone can get in contact with them. Just a little left field one, and this is often a question that we get from a lot of guys. We had a we had a one of our listeners, Patty, sent me a message actually yesterday and said, "Hey, um, you've been speaking to some people that provide peer support and mentoring. He he served a fair chunk of time himself and wants to get involved mm-hmm. in in giving back mm-hmm. and helping. So so let's let's talk the other side for a second. How can people that may have had their own lived experience get involved in 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 helping empower and helping support others?" Yeah, uh, I that is part of my big vision. So I would love to set up. I'm not in that. I'm not at that stage just yet. But it's certainly part of our big vision is to have some like peer support groups as well, where I would attend as you know the facilitator or counselor, but they would be the one that really does the work. You know, so there would be somebody with the lived experience that would be sharing with people prior to going to prison, um, at-risk youth maybe, um, and post-release as well because I think that that can be a really overwhelming time for a lot of people. So having support of someone that has done it and has come out the other end and is coping and managing and, you know, leading a healthy lifestyle, I think that uh, that would be my ultimate goal is to have people who have the experience working alongside me, that would be amazing. Well, so what we might do then as well is we'll put, put an email address up, we'll put a contact contact for you up on the website so that we can, people that may be interested down the track at getting involved and helping yeah. you know, the, the other way can, can help you build your network. And that's why we got you on today, mate, because we know the stuff you're doing. We know that the, the work that you're doing out there and, and especially in the West Australian community is huge. There is going to be, we have an international audience, so expect a few hits from uh, from over east and also overseas, which is good. And please support the work that uh, Christy Abbott's doing with Empower WA. They're, they're doing amazing things for those guys that have come home and those guys and girls that are yet to go inside and their families, which is the most important. Thank you so much for coming in today, mate. It's been fantastic. And I'd love to leave you with an open invite to come on the show anytime and talk to us about the, the things you're doing and, and, and any... Any success stories or any calls for call to arms or anything along those lines? I'd love that. Thank you very much, Lucas. Excellent, mate. You enjoy the rest of your Australia Day. And this is Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. We're going to head off to a couple of ads to pay some bills and we will have a chat after the break. Welcome back to Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. We have an amazing special guest again today. Uh, we keep bringing him in, and this lady is an inspirational person in the community in Western Australia. The work she does, the effort she puts in, and also the care and passion that she has um, is second to none. And it's the CEO of Empower, Christy, Christy Abbott. How are you, mate? Um, good, thank you. Good, thank you, Lucas. Mate, good, to, you. good to have you on board. How does uh, how's sunny Perth treating you this morning? It, it is delightful here at the moment. Um, sun is shining. It is a public holiday, so family is home and, yeah, looking forward to a nice cruisy day. 
Awesome, mate. Awesome. And it's, uh, it's always good fun to uh, get a day off with the family. Now, hey, mate, you are running a group called Empower. You run a business called Empower. Can you give us a little bit of a background on what Empower is, what Empower does, and how our listeners could gain access to or even support Empower in the work you're doing uh, here at WA? Yeah. Um, so Empower, so it's Empower WA. We started about two years ago. I took over in January 2020. Um, we offer post-release support for men who are exiting the prison system. So we offer counselling, um, accountability coaching, <clears throat> and we've just started. So just this year, we've started pre sentencing counselling as well so um you know it's just something a little bit new uh I guess getting people prepared for the potential of going to prison um yeah so I like I said I took over in January 2020 um I have I hold a big vision so this weekend just passed we ran our first support group for the parents partners and loved ones of men in prison um so that is something that we're hoping to hold monthly uh it was it was just such a beautiful space it was really lovely it was something that really lacks in western australia um support in general actually uh, around prison yeah yeah so when the justice system becomes involved uh support seems to disappear so we saw a gap and Tried to fill it. Right. Inspirational, inspirational stuff. And, and just some of the things you talked about there, you're 100% right, is space, the, the support that is missing for people. I, I, I know, um, you know myself, as you're aware, I, I had some lived experience myself. And, and in talking to a lot of our listeners and the people that are engaged in the show is they feel like that the second that they get um, sent away or that they're going away or they engage the criminal justice system, their whole, mm-hmm. families, their whole family is sentenced mm-hmm. as well. And that's um, yeah. it's something that's forgotten a lot. Can you can you give us a little bit of a? And I know obviously stuff that we we don't want to hear about the stuff specifically you talked about in there. But can you give us a little bit more information about that parents and partners support group you had? Because that sounds like something that is a, a really big thing that a lot of our listeners talk to us about. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's um, it is. They're essentially they're victims of a crime that wasn't necessarily committed against them, you know, they are the secondary victim of, you know, their family member, their partner, their loved one, um, their friend, whoever it is that has been, has committed the actual crime. So we we noticed that people were searching for support and I guess searching for... Uh, just, I guess, something that made them feel connected with other people. When a family member or a loved one does go to prison, it can be quite an isolating time for the, the parents, partners and loved ones. Um, they lose friendship networks. It can impact on their employment. Um, it's, it has such a ripple effect. And it, when the media become involved as well, that is just... <laughs> uh, it can be horrific, you know. Um, so I noticed there is a, a prison support Facebook group that I joined um, just to sort of support people. And 
I could just see that there was something more that was needed. So I just put a call out and said who would be interested in attending face-to-face support groups or even Zoom support groups uh, if you're out of state, regional. And the response was um, just wonderful. You know, this first group that we ran, we had nine people attend. Um, we had five five mothers, one father, a wife, a partner, um, and a niece. And it was just, you know, they felt like there was no judgment. Um, they felt like there were people there that understood what they were going through. I guess it was just, it took away some of that isolation. That's amazing. And, and it just, just the, just the spread. I mean, just the spread of the people that you just said then, you know, expanding to a niece, you know, a niece being affected by, mm. you know, the, the second tier yeah. down. And um, it, it's amazing. I mean, you look at, you know, again, conversations with people. We had a, <laughs> a really good chat the other day with a lady who, who's a grandparent and she's a grandparent of someone that's gone inside. And that's challenging for her because it's the first yeah. involvement. It's the first involvement that her family has had with anything to do with the criminal justice system. And yeah, yeah. different for her. And then, uh, and I remember her, speaking and, and, and with tears in her eyes, you know, saying that she read something in the newspaper about her grandson and my grandson's yeah. not a bad, not a bad boy. Yeah. And yeah. she, yeah. And we talked, uh, talked a little bit about him working to own his own narrative and own his own story. And she, um, yeah. And, and she's going to connect, finally connect him with us um, at a later date. But hey, t- talk to me also about, I, I love this, pre-sentencing counselling that you mentioned is I know prior to myself going in is that's where I think I started to I knew it was going to happen um you know and I know that's the same with a lot of others in it and it's almost like the sentence starts before you've even been sentenced um mentally can you talk to me a little bit about that and about what you what you think that's going to bring and how that looks for some of the people that will go through that program with you guys yeah um I guess it's a really difficult uh, time for not only you know my clients who may be sentenced to prison but also their family as well because it's that unknown you know um, the lawyers will always give them that worst case scenario which is often prison um, and it's it's that not knowing is really difficult for people and just having somebody to talk to and if the, you know the majority as you I'm assuming you would uh, be aware of people who are involved in the justice system there is uh, often drug use so it's about working with them to start abstinence before they even get into the prison system so that when they go into the system it's not such a um, shock to their system that all of a sudden not only are they isolated from all their support network um they're not coming down off drugs as well. So we try and support them in just preparing for what potentially could be um, and just, you know, I guess increasing their motivation to not reoffend before they even go to prison is what we want. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very new concept and the only reason it began was because of referrals. I've had referrals from... Uh, men who have gone through our counselling, who then friends on the outside are <laughs> about to go into the justice system and they were like, you need to go and talk to Empowering. Yeah, it's word of mouth is a very powerful <laughs> referral system in the prison system, so it's wonderful. 
Absolutely. Hey, I'd love to keep chatting. Can you, we've got to go to a song. Can you hang around, mate? We can have a chat after the song. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, you're, we're talking time with Lucas and Alicia. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back to Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia after our great interview with Christy Abbott. Mate, she's a jet. She's a jet. She is, mate, uh, I, I actually had the chance to meet with her earlier this week just about some stuff that we're, we're looking to do um, in research and also with, uh, with a link with potentially a university partner. And She's just a beautiful soul, mate. You, you know those people, Leash. It's nothing like you, but you know those beautiful <laughs> souls that you sit across the table from, and you just look at and you think, mate, you can just feel this good, positive energy coming out of. Do you know those people, <laughs> mate? You can hear it in her voice. She is um, incredible, absolutely incredible. I'm just going to brush over <laughs> little to get me, but Christy is amazing. Mate, honestly, and and the, the 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 growth in that industry and the growth in that space um, is, is so exciting because the ability to work with her in mentoring other guys and girls that come outside, and we've talked about this, we've talked about before, and people have, have have looked into this a little bit about insider perspective, and the ability for you know um, think about think about leash the two best. Um, assistance programs in the world at the moment that are renowned is probably Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they're run by people that have experienced it, lived it. And we talk every week about lived yes. experience. And again, here's another example of pairing that stuff together and we're good to go. Slowly, 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 businesses and universities and, and, and other private spaces in, in, the, in Australia are following the lead of some countries like the US, which is scary, man, because the US has screwed up with a lot of stuff they do. But yeah, they're following some of this stuff because they are more frequent to do and lived experience. But anyway, anyway, mate, there's me getting off my high horse for a minute. <laughs> hey, do you want to talk to us about our champion of the week? Do I have to do my always weekly fantastic drum roll or do we Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Has it improved or um, is it still... A bit shit, mate. Oh, Let's mate, go. It's t- mate, it's champion t- of the week. Hit us up. Let's go, Lucas. I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, no. All right, I'm going to cut you off there. I'm going to cut you off Jeez. right there. So this week's champion of the week is the Paul Ramsey Foundation. Nice. Um, <laughs> what do they do? Absolutely. Lucas, what do they do? Yes. Hey. All right. So. <laughs> the Paul Ramsey Foundation, um, they provide funding and opportunities for investing in organisations and initiatives um, to help and help in- with engaging with the community, um, seed funding for purpose, leadership, organisation, um, organisational effectiveness, community engagement, as I said, impact investing and social enterprise. Mate, from from having a little bit of knowledge about what they did prior to, but then having some conversations since our last um, since our last person came on, Mindy, is what they do is they provide opportunities um, and some seed funding for for spaces and places to grow. Anyone that's so going to assist, good is this? anyone to assist in the dis- breaking cycles of disadvantage, and there's no limit as to what they will do as long as you're able to put space, put something together um, to actually actually provide something to them. They do have a great approach. They do have a great approach to where they look at things carefully. They balance mm-hmm. them up that they're not just throwing money up into the air. They are looking legitimately for things. Um, and they are based in Sydney, but it doesn't matter that they are based in Sydney. They work to provide 
across Australia. So if your group is interested, if your group is looking to get something to become a partner with the Paul Ramsey Foundation, if you're working in a space that that assists, and we have a lot of our listeners do, mate, well, look, yes. provide assistance to um, disadvantaged people, is there is an online site. Can you read that uh, website out? Can you see that website? I know you're sort of old and your <laughs> eyes are sort of failing and stuff. Um, can you Go see easy, that? Mate. Yeah, so the website is paulramseyfoundation.org.au um, and jump on there for further contact details or to email through any queries that you may have. So this is really good, Lucas. A lot of people, as you mentioned, um, you know, want to start driving change. They want to start breaking down some of those barriers uh, for disadvantaged individuals. Um, and, and this is there to assist those um, people or organisations that need the funding to help drive their own program of change. Now, one important thing people do need to know, Lisa, is you can't just lob up on the doorstep of the Paul Ramsey Foundation and say, hey, give us some coin. What you need to do is you need to actually speak to them first. You need to contact them first, propose what you do, have a conversation yes. with them first, then they will come back to you. Because what they do here is this is really important to understand is they will only attract partnerships that have large levels of potential. They have a strong corporate governance program. They have a strong um, business team that look at ways that they can get the bang for their buck, if that makes sense. Yes. So I suggest as well, it, you know, it comes down to similar qualities as, you know, your own employability skills um, or, or anything to do with any program of work that you are doing. Everything like this does come down also to authenticity as well as marketing and being able to sell Um you know, what you're, what you're looking at or what you're driving or requesting that um, funding or opportunity for. So definitely, you know, go into it with confidence and look at, you know, what the main selling points are. Well, have a look, Liz. Tell us, tell us some of the other um, selection of partners that they have on there that, that uh, might give some of our listeners a little bit of space. Yeah, absolutely. So they do partner with Beyond Blue, um, the Black Dog Institute, Future Tracks, Uniting, um, also with the um, Kabbalah, ah, can't talk, it's um, Wednesday and I'm ready to retire. <laughs> um, the Collaboration Impact Collective ED, the Health Justice Australia um, right. Institution and, and many more. Absolutely. And one of them is that we heard about last week is the uh, Justice Initiative with, um, with Mindy and they work uh, at That's supporting right. Mindy's group as well. So hats, uh, hats off the champion of the week, the Paul Ramsey Foundation Partnerships for Potential Appreciate what you do in our space and look forward to hopefully working with you guys in the future. Hey, how do people get in contact with us, mate, before we uh, sign off for another Wednesday evening? Yeah, mate, as always, uh, you can get in contact with us on our Facebook or Messenger. That one is Talking Time with Lucas and Alicia. Uh, send us an email at talkingtimeradio at mail.com. Um, hit us up on Twitter at time underscore Lucas or on our personal LinkedIn, Lucas Kerry or Alicia Head. Mate, it has been, I'm going to be nice. Jesus, what am I doing? Hey, it's been good hanging out with you again, mate. I, I love hanging out with you. You're a, uh, you're a fantastic person. I enjoy sharing this ride with you and special, Tell me more. <laughs> let's discuss. <laughs> and, um, and I, I appreciate what you do, mate. I appreciate you. I appreciate the people that, uh, log in and listen to our show each week and 
You've just had the midweek delight with uh, a talking time with Lucas and Alicia. Take care. See you, bud. <laughs>